Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Have you ever hired a coach? Maybe for physical fitness, maybe for business, even personal growth? Anna Robles, my interviewee today, is phenomenal. She has her own personal business coaching program that focuses on you getting your mindset right. That point being the heart of the company gets the company to grow over time so everyone is happy and in balance, especially the employees and working together with the boss or bosses. So enjoy the talk today. Her links are in the show notes itself too, along with highlights of each individual topic we talk about. But get your mind right allows your business to grow and grow as you become less stressed and happier, have better balance with your personal life along with people around you. Good talk, my friends, and I'll see you next week. Welcome back to Crooked Spine Show, my friends. This is Anna Robles. She is a specialist in business, own business consultation, stress manager business. Let's see a couple things here. This is my, my biggest thing is what, what I want to pick her brain from is as business owner myself, we're coming out of COVID now. We're getting, at least in California, I know other parts of the country and world are still getting crazy, so we pray for them. Is how do we get our businesses back on track and now grow with the growing need for our services? And what Anna does is she helps us business owners not stress out and gives us clues and things how to set goals, have a proper mindset. Look at your overall, if you want to call a system in your business, to get yourself back to normal and hopefully grow with the growing demand for your business. And that's the plan. All right, so Anna, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Anthony? Or? Yep. Uh, Dr. Tony. Or Dr. Tony. Dr. Tony, Anthony, not Mr. T. That's some other guy. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> some other guy. Okay. So tell me about yourself a little bit. Tell me about your background, how you got into this. So my, I actually uh, have 30 years of corporate America. Mm-hmm. I worked for 15 years in the restaurant industry, and I was actually a director of training where I actually oversaw 18 restaurants in the San Diego wow. Valley. Okay. My job yeah. there wow. for seven years was to train the managers how to properly run a restaurant and to maximize the profitability as well as developing a teamwork with the employees because without the employees, you're not going to be able to be a successful manager and have a successful business. And then I transitioned to a different career. I felt that I had already reached my potential in the restaurant business and I moved on and I was exploring a little bit of entrepreneurship. Wasn't quite ready because I didn't have the right mindset. Mm, why, why is that? I had not worked on self-development. Got okay. You knew this. This is your... Your, your, if you want to call it your specialty, mm-hmm. but you weren't ready for this yet. I wasn't ready for that because, you know, as we all know, self-development is really working on ourselves mm-hmm. and really getting rid of the self-talk, the one that tells you you're not able to do that. And when you get rid of the self-talk or you fire that committee, mm-hmm. then you tell yourself, no, you're wrong. I could actually do what you're telling me I can do. But you have to, do you have to pay them unemployment or just... <laughs> no. Disability? Okay, I just want to make sure. Make sure. No, you fire them. If you're California, you have to California, no matter who you are. Okay. Well, since they're in your head, you <laughs> fire them. <laughs> I'm a little comedy, so I try to put some comedy in there. And part of it, too, I think, even in my specialty, too, you come, you go into school, getting your studies and getting your tests and getting your boards and getting your certification done, boom, all of a sudden, oh, now I have to run a business? Now I have to run the, what is this thing? This is why, as, as a, in general, at least when I graduated a thousand years ago, half people graduate from school, from medical school or chiropractic school, 
have people are actually doing something else five years later because you don't have to run the, the business based on your mindset, based on their skills after they graduate, how they learn that, how they get their mindset ready for that. So I completely understand what, you, what you're talking about because same thing when I came into practice, I worked as a social for two years. Mm-hmm. In that period of time, after almost, when you're in school for a three and a half year, four year program in chiropractic school, you don't want to see a book for about a long time. So I got into books in, over time, about six months, of running your practice, the mindset, what it takes, examples of this, uh, classics out there, how to work on this versus anything else. Right. So I understand where you're, going, what, where you're getting into. So go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So we, no. we have the practical. Mm-hmm. We have like, oh, well, now I know all this. I mm-hmm. can go apply this. And I realized early on that I wasn't, I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. here. So I started to invest in myself, mm-hmm. attending seminars, reading books, you know, mm-hmm. just becoming a magnet and a sponge of getting all this information. So while I was working on myself, I went back in, to corporate America, complete different industry. Mm, which was? Fashion industry. Got it, okay. And again, I worked my way to the top of that, of that industry mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that voice starts telling you, you're meant to do something else. Where are Fantastic. you? Fantastic. Where are you going to go from here? You've already mm-hmm. maxed out. So that was the opportunity for me to leave and explore possibilities. And as I'm exploring the possibility of being an entrepreneur, I double here and I double there. Yet it wasn't what I was really fulfilled until I came across neurolinguistic programming. Okay. I started peeling the layers of myself, realized that all along I really want to help people. Mm. with all the skills that I have. Okay. So I took neurolinguistic programming, became a master practitioner. I get to use those tools with my clients wow. to help them fire the committee that's in their head, mm. help them become the best version of themselves, give them the tools that I now have. Good, good, good. And explain that what that is. Neurolinguistic programming is really the study of learning to be the most excellent self or version of yourself. Got it, okay. Through the linguistics, through the words that we say to ourselves is how we program ourselves, mm. which are then attached to us neurologically. So we get to reprogram ourselves, get rid of the things that don't serve us, like the negative stuff, the limiting decisions, the self-talk, the things that we learned along the way in life where I like to use the analogy of a baby. You know, we all seen a child grow, you know, when they're so cute, they're so excited, mm-hmm. they want to explore the world, they are fearless. You know, they want to start, they're going to start crawling and they're crawling all over the place and they start to get up and they're like so excited that they are, they're standing up. Guess what? Adults come along, but <gasps> you're going to fall. So what do we do? We start to fear. instill fear in people. So that's the programming that has been instilled in us human beings unconsciously because we were being protected by those around us. Yep. And so as we start reprogramming, we start removing the fear that was instilled in us so that we become the best version of ourselves. Go back to almost your childhood confidence and, and positivity. Absolutely. Self-confidence. That's it's, my goal. It's amazing. And what, what makes us turn into that doubtful person that under, if you want to call it that feared person? What's, what's on average, I guess? Yeah. It really is the programming of our environment. Reality mm-hmm. is during the time that we are born to the time we're seven years old, this is where we are being programmed by those around us. We are seeing um, how they are behaving. They're, we're seeing their actions when we take actions as a child. And then we uh, develop into another 
um, area after we turn eight, we're, we want to start modeling. That's when mm -hmm. you see the child, like you notice if they're holding the pen or a pencil a certain way. Well, that means that someone at their house is smoking mm -hmm. or they hold the glass and they swirl it. Well, someone's probably drinking at their house. So not just water. Not just water, exactly. Something so on the rocks. <laughs> Something on the rocks. Right? Something that's not clear. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe it's clear. It's called oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> so that's where it all starts. And then with that, when you talk about uh, reprogramming the, the, the body or the mind, how long does that normally take or is there is it per person? It's actually um, pretty quickly. It's, okay. it's about having a conversation and then figuring out where that situation started. Mm -hmm. And then you could just, it could be 20, 30 minutes, an hour, depending mm -hmm. on the person. And a lot of it is once you have that, that positive mindset, and then it goes into your business, correct? Mm -hmm. If you're, and this is for people that are office managers, that that run, that supervise employees, that are actually owner itself it's for everybody. It's for everyone. Good, good, good. And once you have that positive mindset, how do you not transition from someone that, for example, knows their experience, knows that they're a good chef, knows that they're good at, at for example, uh, making clothes and have good quality clothes, to someone that runs a business of doing that. So what I actually like to do with in my practice, I like to be able to have a conversation with them. What are your goals? Okay. Where do you want to go? Okay. Why do you love this? So um, then they start telling me what they want. Okay. okay. So then I start crafting or designing mm -hmm. their success. If they want to work with me, this is what we the first steps we gotta mm -hmm. take. Good. Good. And it Good. starts with their mindset and what they want. And when you talk about mindset, we'll jump to that first. What does a mindset of a business person in general have to start with? And this is someone like, for example, been in business for maybe three or four years or so, they're doing okay, but they know they can do better. What, what, what is there something you're going to work with on, in, if you want to commonly with someone with that, they've kind of hit a wall? What kind of questions do you ask them to see where they are in their mindset? So what I usually start with mm -hmm. is finding out what I'm they're... finding all the Anna secrets, so <laughs> you're welcome, people. <laughs> so what I usually start with is um, really finding out what they want, Okay. what are the goals, Okay. and then I actually start asking questions based on how they're... the predicates based on what they're answering. I want to know how they think and yeah, what they is. think. Got it. Because then that will let me know where I can start shifting their how and their mm -hmm. what thinking. So if they're still thinking in that, and or if you want to call it answering you in that fearful, doubtful, negative tone, or have questions here, 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 okay, how do I now adjust their thinking to do this? Mm -hmm. Got it. So Got it. I, I want to get to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. So reality is, if you want to work with me, I don't just work in your business. Good. I work up here Good. so it's about in it making an investment on yourself once i shift this mm -hmm. everything else starts moving this way well, I, I did talk with someone who's a life coach before a lot of this we live in our primitive brain we live in the, the fear we're not we're getting chased by a tiger we got to hide in a cave first the frontal lobe is where we're more creative how do we figure out the problem how do we figure out the next step how do we get there is that kind of the same process mm -hmm. perfect okay and then going from there once you have their mindset Okay, we're in a positive mindset. We're here now. We're going to work on your on your mind skills. What's your next step with your clients normally? Creating evidence. Okay. Okay. Of their belief. Okay. Creating actions. So I like to say that um, I'm your I'm not your I'm like your coach. Like think of an athlete. 
Mm -hmm. Think like a Kobe Bryant. Think of, you know, the Fernando Valenzuela's. Think of the Kobe Joneses. Think of, there's so many athletes out there. Yeah. In order for, or the Michael Phelps. Mm -hmm. In order for them to reach the success that they have, or in, they actually hire someone to expose the blind spots, to expose the areas where they need to make improvement. The weaknesses. So, the weaknesses, absolutely. Okay. So that's what I get to do. I get to okay. expose those things and come up with a plan uh, with you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with you. I don't tell you what to do. This is, has to be you, right? You're the owner, you're the person mm -hmm. who has to do the work. Absolutely. Yeah. And so once we expose that, then you get to work on it, and I just come along to support you, to ensure that you're doing what you need to do, and... You're the, you're the outside picture, okay? Here's where you are. I can I can see behind you, have eyes behind your head, what you're doing right, wrong, and, and kind of guide in the right way when they start going off track, boom, get back on track. Uh -huh. Stop thinking this way, let's get back on you're not You're not thinking right, you're not doing the right things. Let's go back over here. Right, and I walk alongside the journey with you. Good, good. And some of my clients connect with me on a single, every single day. Mm -hmm. We have one phone call a week, and we have a plan. However, there's things that you, um, I want to make sure that we're doing them together, mm -hmm. so connect with me on a daily basis. Well, a lot of days when you're in business, nothing's ever smooth. It's everything's like if you walk in the door like, oh, the plumbing's out. We have a flood. Great. Oh, there's no power today. Great. Or someone calls and complains. Great. So you're helping them keep that positive mindset through that process when they have a problem, they can call right away, get you back on track. So once we change this often enough and long enough that we can stay there as our normal versus where we're used to, we don't go keep falling back to what we're used to. Correct. Which has kept us in a the dark place or the, the ceiling place where you can actually grow now once mm -hmm. you get that mindset going. Fantastic. So it's really creating evidence so that you believe that you mm -hmm. can actually get to from point A to point B. Yes. Okay. Yes. But it says it starts up here first. Absolutely starts up here. But when you say apply the, the evidence and get the application, what does that mean? Well, um, for example, I had a client that had a very successful event a mm -hmm. couple of months ago. It's planning on having another event. Mm -hmm. And um, the goal... The goal was like, I want to have this number of people attend the event. Well, we're not quite there. So wait, hold on. This was your first event and that event was successful. Now you want it like 10 times. It, there's not, you don't have yeah. enough evidence to get there. But yet let's look at this event at the success, how we can duplicate it. What did we learn from that? Now you have another event and you have quite a bit of people signed up. How do you make this event better than the last one? So quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So you start evolving that way, and Good. now you're creating this evidence to support that you are an incredible presenter, that you're an, you have an incredible workshop that you get to deliver to your clients, versus thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't. You almost you almost overconfident. So now you set yourself set yourself up for for failure. Mm -hmm. No, it's self-destructive mode. I've been there before. Sometimes <laughs> in there every minute of my day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I like to entertain myself every day. And that's part of it. I think is sometimes we, we, we're so go-get, we're going to get it, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, now we're disappointed in it. So, so you help them, instead of doing that wave up and down, you help them kind of maintain that growth the whole time mm -hmm. where it's steady eddy, not just chaos every time. Correct. Nice. Correct. Nice, nice. Yeah. We talked about before a little bit pre, pre-show about working on your business versus in your business. What does that mean? I know what that means. I kind of think as though. But what do you think? What What does that mean? And when you clarify it with your 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 business owners, your managers, um, your employees. 
So a lot of times, small business owners, even like myself, mm -hmm. we create a job and we call it, it's my business. Mm. So yeah. we we um we are work we're doing the do what we know how to do best. We okay. if we're I'm seeing clients, okay. Mm -hmm. You're seeing patients, so we book our entire you know eight hours a day with seeing patients or we're seeing clients. Where are we creating time to work on our business, which could be the bookkeeping, which could be developing the program, which could be the marketing. Mm -hmm. That's working on your business versus working in your business, you're actually doing what you excel in. Good, so it's almost like, okay, if I'm a, if I'm a chiropractor, I'm seeing people all day long, good, but if I'm worried about the marketing, the bookkeeping, things like that, I may be bringing in, say, $10,000 a day, but $12,000 might be leaving the practice every day. Mm -hmm. That would be, that would, that would not be business. No, that's right. a, that seems stressful. It would be, wouldn't it? Yes, so by, by working on your business, what percentage do you recommend people work on the business versus in the business? You know, every every business is different. Mm -hmm. um, I would say to start with like a quarter per, quarter of percent of your day to work on your business. It's your okay. scheduling. It's your marketing. It's your networking. It's your follow up with emails. Mm -hmm. Your calendar. You know, it could be an hour. It could be two hours. But really focus on what are you going to do to grow your business mm -hmm. and to grow yourself. And can that be you or can that be someone else in your office, in your business? Um, or, is there, or is there, for example, doing the email checks, doing this and doing the phone calls, can that be someone else and they come back and report to you, here's what we did today. This is our, our daily thing we did. I think as a CEO, okay. it's about delegating mm -hmm. what you um, don't no longer need to do. Yes. Delegate. Because then you're going to have a bigger reach. But what mindset do you need to delegate to be able to delegate? You be able to. You need to have the comfort and mm -hmm. the belief in yourself that somebody else could do the job, because they are the experts at what they do. Mm -hmm. You're the expert at what you do. Mm -hmm. And if you allow that person, you're allowing yourself to grow. So it's being able to say, you know what? That's not what I'm good enough at. No. I could hire someone to do what they're better at, and then I get to focus on my craft. Good. And what I like, a lot of it is when we own a business, you think you have to do everything. You think you have to know everything. And the problem is that causes, in my sense, burnout. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, no one's happy. Absolutely. Because reality is, you're great at what you do is fixing people mm -hmm. with, you know, a chiropractor. Um, are you really good at, like, answering the phones? Are you really good you know, at doing this? <laughs> I, I answer the phone. And they ask, they say, this is my say, okay, cool, thanks. And they go, I know, how, what can I help you? And they go, blah, blah, blah. And they go, okay, great. Um, do anything else? Good. And then I'll hang up the phone. The girls will come back and do something else to ask me, who was it? I have no idea. What they need? I don't know. What they call back? I have no idea. So I, again, when I'm being a specialist, be your specialist. Mm -hmm. But have the faith and trust that someone may not do it as well as you are, as, as you want to do it, as Dr. Tony wants to do it, but can do it their way to get the results. Absolutely. Good. And that's Good. where we have to look at that. What processes and systems mm -hmm. do we have in place in our business? Good. And evaluate it. Mm -hmm. Reality is everybody's very unique and they all have very special talents. So maximize their talents so you can maximize yours. And, uh, and when you do that, you foster an environment of teamwork. You foster an environment of growth. And as a team grows... Not just blah, the business grows, whatever it is. Can you take my camera real quick?
One thing, I just want to put second seat U2. There we go, better. Okay. I'll look at the side of your head and like, that's not you talking, it's your head. So, and a lot of it is, taking out the quick break, is when you run a business, realize you need people working with you if you're not a single person business to help you grow. Even if you are a single person business, can you farm out your emails? Can you farm out certain things? And when I farm things out myself that may be good or bad, I'm not sure, is I look at the positive ROI. Mm -hmm. Can I get positive ROI from hiring someone for, say, 30 bucks an hour that can bring me business in that may be $60 an hour? Can, can that be, is that a way to look at it? Or Absolutely. It? So, okay. okay, so, so, you, know. so you as a business owner, yeah. you probably, you, you don't have to give me any numbers and we don't have to share them. Millions this, of right. pennies. Right. Pennies. <laughs> so you know what you charge. You know what you're worth. So if, you, if you're worth $500 an yeah. hour, mm -hmm. are you going to actually take an hour of your time to do emails? <sighs> Painful when you could actually hire someone for 15, 20, 30 dollars mm -hmm. an hour to do that and they're phenomenal at it and you it makes more sense right but why do business owners not do that you know why because we're not ready to let mm -hmm. go okay we're like control control yeah. in reality when we're controlling something we think we're controlling everything we're controlling nothing and can it affect them personally on a personal level absolutely how? Stress, mm -hmm. anxiety, overwhelm, mm -hmm. frustration, yeah. fluster, all those emotions come. And they never leave the office at that point. Mm -mm. Because we have Wi-Fi, we have computers that can take home now, not the old desktops where the big tower that would be weird taking that tower home, because we can go home and do work too. We right. can work 24-7 if you want to. We work from our tablets, we, yes. we can work from anything. And yes. that just, you, we have to find that harmony in life. Mm -hmm. And you have to, we get to. Yes. We get to, because we don't have to do anything. No. We get to choose. It's not choose. communist Russia or North no. Korea. We have freedom. Yes. So we get to work in our business, and when we get to work on our business, get to work on ourselves, get to work in spending time with the loved ones, mm -hmm. get to find that harmony in life. Every successful person that I've known, and I'm sure you've read books, and there's a lot of autobiographies that all talk about finding the balance and Working hard, but playing harder. Yes. And playing harder. It's amazing because some people work in their business, say, 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, but they're just not very happy people. And But their results say they get, like, maybe they make, say, $10,000 a week. Someone who works maybe 20% less might only make $9,000 a week, but how much happier are they? When they come to their business... How much happier are they with their employees, or supervisors, or clients, or patients? So now that brings even more people. Mm -hmm. it, it seems too easy, Anna. It's the creativity also yes. that starts to flow. It is easy. Success is yes. easy. You just want to have to uh, choose to be successful mm -hmm. and achieve the success. It's really easy. Mm -hmm. It's easy, but people, why do people think it has to be hard? It has to be blood, sweat, and tears, I guess. Because we become comfortable. Okay. In our little box, mm -hmm. stepping out of our box becomes uncomfortable. 
and the growth is when we step outside the box and be willing to do the the things that we don't want to do be willing to do change mm -hmm. change is scary but change is also phenomenal and amazing because it could take us to where we want to go and where do we want to go we want to create community we want to create Good. growth we want to create a different environment because we get to leave a legacy behind mm -hmm. our kids our nieces our nephews they're all watching what we're doing yes. yes and a lot of it is when you're talking about that i tell my patients to change physiologically mindset be less stressed you have to be uncomfortable to do the work to actually get to where you feel comfortable at a different level and when you're starting to feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable that means that you're actually growing good 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 the comfortable, I, I say, so you play struggle or work, so it's exciting mm -hmm. to be uncomfortable. That means you're changing, you're growing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, hopefully not more gray hairs like me, but more <laughs> of that, you're, getting, you're, you're, you're becoming more experienced in the next step of doing something better for you and your family, just being happier. Mm -hmm. And, and, and as, I'm, as I get older, it's not how many dollars in your bank account, it's how happy you feel. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. You magnetize, you become a magnet. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is, do your businesses feel, I, I just, what I do is, the more I help people, the more I want to help people. The more you're involved in the community, the more you want to be involved. It, it should give you joy to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And with the work you do, how long, how, I mean, with, your, with people that you work with, what is their, when they say, okay, I've worked with you for a long time, this is what I've gotten out of it, what is their result? Actually, they tell me, can I continue working with you? Our Good. contract our contract is over, and I'll be, I will actually say, you know what? Our contract is coming up for a week yeah. in about a couple of weeks. Where do you want to go? Uh, can we just continue working and renew? Yeah. That's what they say. Why? Because of the results. Because I tell them at the very beginning, yeah. I could, I'm going to be an expense for you for two to three months. I promise you that within six months, I am going to be an investment to your business. Good. I love it. A little twisty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I prove it. The results show. That's the plan. The results show that I get clients that have only been a few months and they're like, I've already doubled my income Yeah. or I tripled my income. And I'm not working triple the amount of time or stress. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the key? Mm -hmm. Quality of, if you want to quality of work. Yes. And we talked about too before is setting goals for you and for your employees for people around you what kind of how do you how do you have that form to set goals what's your goal setting formula smart what do you mean you know be very specific okay be measurable no, these are these are what's it called an acronym mm -hmm. yes i got the right word i'm horrible english and now I, okay so smart so right. it's um specific okay. measurable and now i can't remember the rest <laughs> I, I threw her off I threw her off um, attainable. Attainable. Okay, got it, got it. And then Smart. R is for for recovering your knowledge in your head. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just went blank. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. But when um, we're talking about what is smart, when you talk about that, do people what what do people struggle with with the smart? People struggle with being specific. What do you mean? So people say, I want to, I want to earn a thousand dollars. I want to earn $10,000. Well, how specific is that? How, yeah. how are you going to earn those $10,000? What is it that you want to do? Well, I want to see more customers. Okay. So you, so you kind of like backtrack the whole way from $10,000 or $1,000 to how do you get there? How do you get there? Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you do to, 
to fine tune those little things, mm -hmm. these steps you need to apply to get to the thousand dollar. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. So it's really about being specific okay. and being masterable. When are we going to be? Um, when are we going to actually reach that? What is the deadline? And how are we Good. going to measure that? So setting deadlines, setting, what would you call it? The deadlines or what would you call it something I else? actually like to call them your due by date. Good. Good. Well, not your expiration not, date. Not your due date. Okay. Your due by date. Nice. Perfect. Look at these little things you've figured out. It's trademarked. Mm -hmm. I should, right? Yeah, I would, I would, I would. Make money. I, I need to just call an attorney now. Three California to all like five attorneys. And and with your with your program, do people feel like they can kind of slack until the due by date or they go like no, I gotta start now? Okay. They gotta start now. Okay. With both businesses, they know what they're doing, they have the skills. What in their business do you look at as a common weakness in their business that doesn't allow them to grow? It really comes down to mindset. Okay. It okay. really comes down to mindset. Mm -hmm. um, I I have clients where they have a picture, they know where they're mm -hmm. at, and they know how, that this is where they want to go. They're here, but they want to go here. So it's they're stagnant. So it's really comes to over here because mm -hmm. now it's a self doubt, the negative thinking. Well. I'm, I'm afraid of making money or I'm afraid of losing clients. It's like, well, let's reframe that. Let's figure out what it is. Why are you afraid of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. And when you have, when you say afraid, it can't, it's almost a limiting belief of what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? You set yourself soon for that way too. What, what is a better way to rephrase that then? It's, again, it's every single client is different. Mm -hmm. So I need to know how they're thinking and what they're thinking in order for me to help them reframe it. Good, good, good. So it's almost okay. Once I know what you're doing, I can adjust your thinking. So now if your thinking changes, then your mindset changes and then your actions will change. Right. And I Damn. love to see their aha moments where like, <gasps> there it is. That is to me, that's priceless. Mm -hmm. They go, Oh, now I know, now I know the mindset to do what I need to do mm -hmm. beyond mindset. What's the next thing that kind of lacks in a, a company's, if you want to call it, or there's a need to change or improve versus their mindset. What's in, what's number two? If you don't have the proper or the right mindset, okay. it actually triggers the entire environment. So it's a domino effect. It's a domino effect. So okay. when you change your mindset, when you start showing up different, mm -hmm. people around you are going to see it. So if you show up with a negative, you think you're positive, yeah. but you're really saying things that are the contrary. End you're not congruent. Things are going bad. Things are going downhill. Guess what? Everybody around sees it. Like, great. We're all in fear now. And they're like, oh, here he comes or here she comes. How is she going to say things? What is she going to uh, do? Okay. So you start to create a different environment where people are not happy or not comfortable. Mm -hmm when you start showing up from the place of excellence, when you're thriving, when you're like uh, happy and you're creative, you engage everybody and they're like, they, you magnetize them. They want to be a part of you. Like, yeah. how are you, Dr. Tony? What can What's I help you with you? They, they just want to huh. be around that yeah. new energy, that energy that you're exuding. Good, good, good. And, and we're looking at that as a way to right now with people growing their business and getting to a different point. How do you look at hiring someone when when you're the business owner or supervisor manager, what's how do you reverse that? Okay, now I have this mindset. I have a reason to grow. I have a, I know what I want to do. 
with Anna on my side, now we can get there, but now I need employees. How do you now interview or attract employees that, that can have the same mindset or grow into that mindset that are moldable? So what's your mission? What's your vision of your business? Okay. And we need to make sure that this employee that you're bringing on board mm -hmm. aligns Got and it. it's congruent with your vision and mission statement. Okay. You also need to look at their skills. Uh, are they aligning with the job? And okay. are you willing to train them to become mm -hmm. the best version of themselves and that they could deliver the excellent service that you want to provide? So it's looking at the procedures, what, what skills they need, the skills that they okay. need, and then... Um, How about their mindset? It's very important. You'll, you'll see that during the interview. So okay. I actually coach my clients in what kind of questions they might need to ask. Good for a potential employee mm -hmm. and see if that, at first I wanna know, I already know how my client thinks and what they think, mm -hmm. so I also know what they're expecting. So like, I give them some guidance, it's like, consider asking these questions. You're almost like, you're, you're, you're giving, here's some questions, but you have, but they're, you already know what they're going, they're going to say a certain way, but they almost have to, okay, now I've been trained enough, how do I use my training? To now make sure as a employer I use that same mindset with someone I'm going to hire. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're, so they're lined up properly and they have enough to work with to build that skill level. I mm -hmm. think that's the key. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. And, and with that too, how do you keep someone on track when things don't go well? In the sense where they have a personal issue, where they have to close this for like with COVID for one too. People have to close this for maybe three or four months or so, say hair salon, something like that. How do they now, if they have to close something, get back on track? Finding creativity. Okay. 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 How can you be creative doing what you do? Mm -hmm. How can you um, still change things up? Mm -hmm. You know, it could it could be, um, for example, makeup artist. How about creating a online tutorial where you mm. charge people? Okay, come mm -hmm. on. All of us are on Zoom. All of us yes. are on video now. And um, we all want to look good. Mm -hmm. So teaching people makeup on uh, um, how to put on makeup for camera versus makeup for um, everyday wear is different. I'm pretty sure people on on is it Tic Tac, Instabook or Facegram, all those social media people are making thousand dollars a day doing that already. Mm -hmm. They already figured it out. I had a patient come in today. Uh, me and a serendipity. He uh, is is his mill. He quit, I think it was FedEx UPS about probably 12, 13 years ago to start doing stand-up comedy on his own. He's like, you know what? I'm done with doing this other stuff. I saw him at Flappers in Claremont uh -huh. about his first show. Went there. Boom. He was great. Now, and he started the last five, six years or so, started doing clean comedy for corporations, for schools, and huge, right? But it's all in person. COVID hits. What happens? Bam. Mm -hmm. No more in person. So he figures out, I'm going to start doing stuff on Zoom, and now he's doing even better, because now he moved He moved out of state, he lives somewhere else now, Colorado, great guy, Mel, probably see the show later, and now he does the same thing on Zoom with 10, 15 employees, with teachers, with students, with one-on-one, -on -one, with his group of clean comedy people, mm -hmm. they get together and do the show for these people. He now he has, even when things open up, he has a second set of income to do it on his own, in his own little house, on his own, on his Wi-Fi. But he figured out how to, we call it how to pivot 
and when something does change. And that's exactly what I was going to get to. It's about pivoting. We, we scripted before we practiced for the <laughs> right? show. Right? <laughs> and when we pivot, how do we pivot? You have to pivot with a good mindset because it's going to be stressful. I call it exciting. It's going to be exciting. I like to say exciting too. Exciting. You know, at that point, that's what my therapist said. You know? So either stay here or you stay here. Which yes. one do you want? Yes. Do you want black and white or do you want color? I love color. So do I. You know, but 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 why do people, why do people not succeed to get there? Why do people want to call it not fail but give up the mindset to go? That's too hard. It's easier to hear that self talk mm. that says, mm -mm, "You're not good There's enough." No way. There's no way you're not good enough. Mm. Wow. And then how do you? I'm not saying how to do it again, but how do you get? How does someone get out of that? And how was? What's the best way for them to start if they can't reach you, Anna? get themselves motivated for the next step there's so many things that we could do um, we could start with gratitude I think mm -hmm. that's the most important one huge. it's huge um, gratitude uh, journal journal your gratitude in the morning good um, I learned from my mentor at setting the alarm clock at 1234 okay what I'm grateful for 1234 in the morning Tell 34 in the day. Okay, good. I'm not so worried. I don't think I want to wake up in the middle of the day. Gosh, wow. <laughs> so I, I, good. I practice awesome. gratitude in the morning. Mm -hmm. I practice gratitude in the middle of the day. Practice gratitude before going to bed. Mm -hmm. When you practice gratitude and you really come from a place that you are really grateful for having a bed, having mm -hmm. a roof over your head, or even being able to drink clean water, mm -hmm. what do you do? You attract more of it. Mm -hmm. The law of attraction. Mm hmm. Like attracts like too, and when you have that mindset and you and you practice that, you're going to have a different way you perceive people, perceive challenges, mm -hmm. perceive things that may be an obstacle that really is. If you want to call it, when you trivialize that obstacle, that stressor, that that struggle, if you, I don't like to use the word that struggle for some people, at that point, okay, how, now if I trivialize that, how do I get over it? You almost turn on the funnel lobe to go, okay, now how do we create to get over this? How do I pivot to what I can do versus what I can't do anymore? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, right. I learned a lot today. Good. <laughs> and besides your work as a consultant, what else do you like to do? What else? Because I know you're involved in the community a lot. What else do you do? Well, um, my business is consulting. My business is also about teaching people to be the best versions of themselves through different programs that I offer. I love hiking. Good. I love traveling. Mm -hmm. I glad that they're lifting all the restrictions that awesome. can go explore the world. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy spending time with my loved ones, my nieces and nephews, my mm -hmm. you know, family and so forth. Good, good. And also, what are you involved in community nonprofits in the area too, in Upland or in this area? Um, Catholic Church, mm -hmm. you know, spending, awesome. yep. spending time. Um, I support the different nonprofits. I'm a team member of Team Referral Network. That's what I was, okay, got it, got it, got it. So okay. I, the chapters, and I'm a director as well mm -hmm. because I love people and I love helping people. What is a director of Team Referral Network? I get to build chapters, mm -hmm. bring the community of, of business entrepreneurs, yes. teach them how to network, teach them how to create their commercials so that they get more referrals, more business. Good. So um, 
each chapter sponsors a nonprofit. So mm -hmm. because I have eight chapters, I support the different nonprofits. The Lions Club, you know, Chino Hills, you mm -hmm. know, um, the Bonita Unified School District for one of my my Sandima's chapter, and so forth. So I'm very involved with helping everybody out. So you're involved not only as a consultant, but also getting their business a business in up and grow. I don't have so much time in your hands. <laughs> Crazy. Anything else for your first show at the Crooked Spine show? What do you think? What? How'd it go so far? I've enjoyed your company. Okay. I love your sense of humor. Sorry, like... sorry, I don't know. <laughs> well, a lot of it is I want people to understand is if we're going to, we're there's always stress in the world, right? It's how we respond to stress. Mm -hmm. How do we make it okay? A challenge. Okay, what's my next thing I can pivot to? Versus I'm going to give up. I'm done for the day. No, I like that attitude. There's always, this is America, right? Mm -hmm. How do we continue to grow ourselves, our mindset, to become more and more, I want to call it strength, but ability to handle more things and not be stressed. My biggest thing is stressors are always around us, but can we handle that? Can we be strong enough mentally and physically so it doesn't affect us physically and mentally to bring us down? What can we learn from it? What's that? What can we learn from it? Exactly. Every, every exactly. stressful situation mm -hmm. is really a lesson for mm -hmm. us to learn. And how do we, if we take that lesson, mm -hmm. it's going to go away. If we don't learn that lesson, yeah, we'll, we'll put a Band-Aid on it. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's going to show up again. Yes. And it's going to keep showing up. Law of attraction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so stop take, putting the Band-Aid mm -hmm. on it. Learn the lesson from it. And you get to grow and move forward. Yes. I think a lot of it is when people, they don't, they can't see it. So you're, you're, you're almost getting in there and helping them understand how to get through that. Mm -hmm. And next one, and next one, and next one, until they go, okay, now I got this. Mm -hmm. you're, you're helping them take the training wheels off. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Is this for your first show? I've enjoyed it. Thank Fun? you so much. Absolutely. Thank you mm -hmm. for having me here. Sure. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for Thank watching, you. guys. We'll set this up. And again, I put my show notes, don't put it right now. It's your content information to contact her about your business, of joining maybe Team Referral Network too, getting your business off the ground, getting your business to grow, getting your mindset to grow, become better for people around you so the community sees you and wants your services. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you.